All school year long, students in all educational settings work hard to produce products. Products for their teachers to evaluate, judge, and assess. Products such as writing samples, posters, video recordings, prototypes, and so much more. Many teachers are working hard to get more creative with the products that their students create in an attempt to increase levels of engagement. But with online learning seemingly becoming a new normal in education, maybe the idea of products being such a heavily weighted assessment form needs to see reform. This podcast is just that, reform of an assessment in education. Conversations with Campbell is an attempt to bring one of the most basic forms of communication to the forefront of assessment in education, having a conversation. So much knowledge and learning is exchanged in a conversation between teacher and student, or even student to student, that it cannot be overlooked as a genuine demonstration of a student's learning. Some might even argue that a conversation demonstrates a student's learning so much more than a product ever could. A great example of this would be a cliche science fair. Each entrant is judged based off their product, a typical tri-fold Bristol board and maybe even a working prototype. But most science fairs are won or lost when the judges converse with the participants and the participants get to explain their work with the judges directly. Whatever side of this fence you fall on, you cannot argue that learning happens in conversation. So buckle up and enjoy Conversations with Campbell. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our latest installment of Conversations with Campbell. I am here today with, I would love to say the whole class, but definitely not the whole class. Uh, present and communicating right now, we have Aditya, Manal, Meskeen, Pari, Jaspreet, Harleen, Samara, Gabby, Amy, and we're unsure of Terendeep, Ethan, and Corey at the current moment, but hopefully they uh, join us. Today is a pretty special day. I imagine that. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that I'm pretty sure Harleen woke up with a little pep in her step. Not only did she have an important job today, but I'm pretty sure she's been dying to uh, have this conversation. Uh, I don't know how many more of you fall in that category. Did anyone wake up excited this morning that we were going to kind of discuss the final? final chapters and, and what happened in the book that we just finished. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good to know. We got a couple people excited then. Awesome. I know that I was excited. I think it's, uh, I don't know. It's really good feeling to like finish a book sometimes, but other times it really is awful because that marks the end. So um, you know, not to be always talking about Harry Potter as I drink from this wonderful new mug that I have. And I've been saying Wingardium Leviosa for the last, like, mm, I got it on Friday. So thank you. But, um, yeah, I've been saying that <laughs> at nauseum. But, uh, 
it's kind of like finishing a Harry Potter before the other book was out. And I don't, you guys probably never experienced that, did you? They were all out by the time you started reading the first one. Is that accurate? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so you never had to wait for the next one. You know how lucky you are? <laughs> Can you like just imagine not being in that situation where you read one and it was over and you didn't know when the next one was coming out? Like that's that's quite the experience. I yeah, I remember leaving work. I left work to drive to chapters, to go pick up the book, to drive back to work and reopen. Like I, I remember doing that and that was crazy. But uh, the nice part about our books is that we do know that there are more. The cool part, however, and not to be that person again, but I, I read book one and then was, no, I had to wait for book two. I waited for book three. And then I got fourth dimension. So this has been like another Harry Potter experience for me in terms of like the cliffhanger endings and then waiting for the next book. And obviously in conversing with Mr. Walters that we are getting a fifth, which is absolutely fantastic. So enough talking from me. I think that that's more than enough intro. Why don't we get going and let's let's discuss what did you guys think? The book ended. We're on ch chapter, I think, 36, 37. I, I don't remember what number the book finished with, but our last discussion was all the way up to chapter 30. And then the last bunch of chapters, there were some crazy things happening. So let's uh, let's dive in. What do you guys think? I'm mad. You're mad. Wow. Emotions right out of the hop. Okay. You're mad. If you were my daughter, Gabby, I'd say, it's okay to feel mad. Tell me why you're mad. Um, I was reading the last chapter. And then since I got the digital copy, as soon as like I flipped the page and it went to the copyright, I was like, it can't end there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. I've read the book three times now, and I'm pretty sure I did the exact same thing, even though I knew, I was like, wait, that's the last page? Are you sh sure? <laughs> um, also, I feel like what happened with Adam, like the shooting situation went exactly how I would picture it, picture it, uh, like in terms of, because uh, during the book, they kept on repeating the fact that Adam doesn't have it in him to kill anybody, right? But he killed two people. And as soon as he did, like, he started vomiting. And then he was, like, he felt lightheaded and everything. And I feel like that, that went you... exactly how I pictured it. Okay, so when you, when you say that went exactly as I pictured it, did you try to, as terrible as that seems... Are you coming from the thought process of I put myself in Adam's shoes and that's what I feel like would happen if I did that or had to go through that? Yeah, but at the same time, like uh, just taking in Adam's character and the fact that. Oh, so understanding like, him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, like 
I feel like I would also act the same way in that situation. Um, even what a terrible, I, terrible thought to have to like, put yourself in that in those shoes. But like, it was a matter of like life or death for him. Agreed. But now that uh, Brett is out there, because we um, in the recent uh, standings, he escaped over the wall with his gang, and um, we think. Yeah, we think. And the two people that we thought um, was, like, the only good two people in Brett's team was actually teamed up with Brett and saying that uh, the neighborhood won't survive, so they also teamed up with the um, the bad guys from before. I don't know what to call them. The yeah, Brett, Brett gave them a whole new name, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to read the third book. That's awesome to hear. That is, as an educator, I have the, there are obviously 5 million different books that I can choose. And strategically, I have always tried to pick books that will not only entertain while reading that book, but hopefully that makes the students who read want to read the next book. So I try to pick things that have a sequel or something similar by the same author or something along those lines. So I'm, I'm very glad to hear that. Going back, you started out by saying, uh, Adam, well, obviously you were mad, which is, I think an emotional roller coaster to kind of close there for sure. I think uh, there was anger and empathy and compassion, but like, oh my God. And it was kind of a whole bunch of feelings that, that I had had. Um, but you talked about Adam, could he do it? Could he not do it? I don't remember which chapter I said it, but I think I pointed out to a number of groups that there was this theme in the story of, are you willing to do what it takes to survive? And I felt like, and I think I communicated this, that that was the biggest theme of this novel. Would you be able to do what it takes? Yes or no? And I think I remember asking some people, so if you remember, pipe up and, and, and say something, but a lot of you answered that question. Did Adam have what it takes? Did Brett, did Herb, et cetera, et cetera. And I think a lot of you said, no, I don't, I, I don't know if Adam could do what it takes. And here we sit today finding out that he could. So I'm interested to hear some point of view reflectively of that conversation that we had. Does anyone remember having that conversation with me? Yeah. And Gabby, at the time, what did you say? I said... Adam would think more objectively and not like he would think before he acts and like not I didn't think he had it in him completely but like as we progress into the story um I don't know I felt like if he did have to like shoot somebody that was how it would go and he would like it would affect him a lot and we clearly saw that in the last few scenes of the book yeah does anyone else remember that conversation yeah, I do as well. And what did you say, Harleen, at the time? Let, let's go back. 
at the time I said that he would have the guts to because I can make a bunch of um, connections, especially when Mr. Walters was here when he was talking about, I think like he started talking about a little ahead before we could really understand. But he said that Adam is in the stage where he's between Herb and himself because he has that like that feeling where um, he's kind of sympathetic and he saw the good in those two people. But then he saw the bad, and then whereas Herb would have just finished them off because, like, you know, that's the mission almost. And then making connections like that, Adam had to be Herb because, like, he had no other choice. And connection there is, um, he's leaning more on Herb's side now, other than his sympathetic and himself as a person's side. So it did not shock you that Adam could pull the trigger. And pull the trigger and pull the trigger and pull the trigger and pull the trigger. It kind of did shock me, but not that much because I, I had faith. Like, I knew that he would eventually um, have to make that decision. It was kind of obvious to me in a way. Yeah, it was coming down to that. I think the foreshadowing in the from the author in the fact that he had the... Um, well, you guys tell me. Well, there is some distinct foreshadowing that that shooting was going to happen. Did anyone catch where that was? So Brett, Brett came and took Adam from his bedroom, right? And as he was leaving, as he was leaving, the author kind of foreshadowed that he had a pistol in his, um, I think it was his, like, right sock? Yeah, he had it down at his ankle, and Brett didn't take the time to, you know, pat him down and see all the guns. Quite quite as thorough as Herb did in the previous chapter, making him get buck naked uh, and finding guns taped to his butt and everywhere else. But, um, yeah, the foreshadowing of the author that, like, even Adam... Like, oh, I have my gun there. It'll give me an excuse to, you know, get to it later kind of thing, right? Honestly, I didn't expect Adam to shoot the two two people that he did. Yeah. I expected somebody else, specifically Brett, or one of the people who uh, followed Brett more. Right? Like Owen and I think it was, who was the other name? Owen and what was Tim? Tim and Owen? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, because Adam like knew them before and he they were similar to age. I didn't really expect him to kill them instead like um trick them, but like I I was like thinking that he might um put it in a way that like like will help you, will help you or something like that, right? Like he did try. He tried. I'll give him credit. He tried to kill them with kindness and give them a chance, a way out, right? But like the the two characters' um, personalities, I I thought that like if you gave them enough of a push, like they would either like listen, right? Like I thought it would just take like a little bit more, yeah. But or or that they would get like pushed over to the edge where they would kill someone like like they, they're like the type of people which you can manipulate i would say from the story from what i can tell because like yeah. Brett obviously manipulated them and like herb has and 
Adam was trying. So the interesting thing about Tim and Owen for me is, I, I mean, in reading it the first time, I remember being like, wow, Adam is going to pull a herb here. And I think he's going to convince them to like, like I didn't think it was going to get to the point where he had to pull the trigger. And that was the only way he was getting out of that situation. I thought the culmination of like truly becoming herb and like, this was his big final test as to whether he could kind of master that skill of convincing others. Right. And like really win the chess match and you check me, I guess. Um, I thought he was going to be able to convince them that, you know, everything would be okay. I'll tell the committee all the arguments he made, but what really blew my mind was how truly sociopathic Brett was in their reason as to why they couldn't go back. Like what Brett made every, like it was super twisted like, like he, I thought that was the craziest part of Brett. And I'm I'm hoping someone can fill in the blanks without me giving all the stuff. So my question to you is what what did what did Brett force all the people escaping with him to do so that he, they were all like tied to him? He forced everybody to kill one of the guards, right? But he left one and I'm guessing it was as a witness or somebody who could like tell the rest of them. Yeah, so like even if Adam was like, I won't tell anybody you can stay. He left, like, Brett made sure that there was, like, no way that um, Owen and Tim would, like, they there was no way that they would stay. That's crazy, huh? Like, that was... Uh, that, that, to me, was, like, the biggest kind of shock down the stretch. Like, once that story was told, I was like, okay, the only way he's getting out of this is if he kills these two guys. There's no way he's getting out of this any other way. So I found that to be quite like, holy moly, Brett is, Brett's nuts. He's he's pure evil, right? Yeah, like we've already learned that he he's a sociopath. And I wouldn't say psychopath because um, uh, sociopaths are like the uh, product of usually physical and mental abuse or some type of situation like that. Yeah. We learned earlier that um, he went through something like that. Yeah. So, besides that, he does what he does for um, like a thrill, I guess. Yeah, he's 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 not a right human being, right? There's there's no that right. he he needs to be institutionalized, I think for sure. <laughs> um, especially under the circumstances of where the world is at in the story, but. Um, okay, so to kind of close up that what we were talking about before, does anyone else like want to bring up or remember what they had said when we had the conversation before of did we think Adam could do it or did we not? Or do we want to start talking about something else? And if we want to start talking about something else, let's throw something out there. Let's see what you guys got. Um, honestly, I wasn't surprised when Adam's father, uh, came. Okay. Going for the big home run. All right. Let's talk Adam's dad. You were not surprised, Mono. I wasn't surprised the way he came because it was like a very big, like, 
the biggest thing that they said is that like um they called for his mom like adam's mom kate like the the person outside the wall so out of curiosity so that happens adam as soon as the the person came and was like you know someone wants you whatever they requested you and they said to adam's mom how many of you just by a yeah i knew it yeah i knew it no i didn't whatever you guys um want to say how many of you immediately was like oh my god adam's dad and beyond me, uh, me too okay so pari harleen jazpreet mono anyone else was like yep i knew it right away did anyone like be like mm, i don't think so that's not where my brain went first Honestly, like I knew it was. Sorry, continue. Go ahead, Amy. Um, I didn't think it was going to be um Adam's dad. I'm with Amy on this one. I didn't. It wasn't my first thought. My first thought wasn't like, oh my god, Adam's dad is here. Once, once Adam went and they saw like a haggard man sitting there, then I was like, oh yeah, he's about to meet his dad. But it wasn't until that point for me. I was still like, mm, I don't know where this is gonna go. Like two of the biggest giveaways was that um, the person outside the wall asked for his mother. Yeah. And the second was that, um, like, as soon as like Adam was walking and it was very like, it just sounded like a very like everyday thing that he does. Like it just sounded like something big was going to happen because the right like the like the Adam's thoughts before they were just very like nonchalant. It was just like he was walking and like everyday activity you know Fair. So, like him meeting his father wasn't very much of a surprise to me that way yeah. okay so now that adam's dad is back what what do we think happens with with him and his storyline and kind of that aspect of things I feel like we're going to learn a little bit about what happened with um, Adam's dad, like uh, the way he was like traveling back to the neighborhood. Okay. Like because of that, we're going to learn of like a new enemy, especially with Herb gone and um, supposedly, well, well, yeah, I think he is dead, but we never like confirmed Herb's death, but I'm pretty sure he's like gone. Okay. Okay. So where do, that's a big, you just opened up a huge can of worms. There, so freedom for the rest of you, we can go right down the, let's dive right into the, to the open can of worms or stick with Adam's dad. But I, yeah, I think that two, one of the two biggest takeaways towards the end of the novel is Herb, Herb, Herb got killed in his sleep, but but as Mono stated, it was never 100% confirmed. So when we go and open up book three, which just so happens to be called, does anyone know what book three is called? They've already searched it up and been like, I want to read this. <laughs> or or survive. The will to survive. Yeah, the will to survive. So that 
question is out there. What what is Adam's dad's role now in this whole thing? Uh, does Adam kind of take a backseat now that his, the real pilot's here? Is is Adam like now a, a kid again, or is he still like part of the committee? Does Adam's dad just join the committee and become like a leader right away? What's the deal there? And I mean, the obvious question is, is Herb dead? I don't think so. I don't think he's dead either. There's yes, no man. way he died. Like, if oh, anything, he would, he, I, like, I, if anything, he would die in, like, book three. But I just don't think he would go that fast. But what if the author's strategy was by introducing the strong male back into Adam's life, the other one can leave? Well, by meeting uh, Mr. Eric Walters, I feel like he's very uh, do like he does the unexpected kind of thing. So okay. I just, I just like, I just don't think Herb is dead. It's either like a decoy, and the men didn't like the men don't know, or like uh, they think they killed him, but he's like he. I feel like he maybe knew. In the first so you're thinking he maybe had an invisibility cloak and escaped the fact that there were armored guards at every single exit point of his house and the two people that came out and shot him in his bed said, like, just didn't tell the truth? Okay. I don't know, but it's weird that uh, he went to sleep early that night. Like seventy like something. I mean, like early bedtimes yeah, are but he's normal. Never, I don't think they've ever mentioned Herb going to sleep early since the start of book two. So, um, I feel like that may be foreshadowing that he was probably up to something, and and the fact that they didn't confirm his death, I feel like he's still alive. Um, foreshadowing the fact that he is alive, that they didn't confirm his death. You know. Interesting. With that. There was also some, like, a little bit of foreshadowing earlier when uh, Kate was going to sleep. Adam's like, uh, Herb needs, like, just as much rest. So wouldn't that foreshadow that, like, he's getting the most rest in death? No, 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 no. I I mean, like, uh, he's either up or he went to sleep early. It's one of the other. One one of the two. Mm. But the only reason I don't think he he's dead is because... The only reason. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. One of the reasons I think that he isn't dead is because, like, the two people that went to shoot him, I don't think... Like, they just don't seem reliable enough to have confirmed. Interesting. Like, they shot him, were in shock, and they left. That's what I would have expected. So they just went bop, 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 and then took off. You didn't confirm. I would expect them to confirm it. I would expect I feel like in never being in this situation before of standing over someone who was sleeping and ordered to kill them, and I hope you are also have never been in this position, um, but if you have, maybe we should have a conversation. Um, I feel as if I would know if I shot someone in their sleep or didn't shoot someone in their sleep and like shot like 
Like, like doesn't that, that seem like? Yeah, but like the only thing is, is this is that like I don't really expect. Okay, so personally, I think Herb has gone through a lot of trauma and stuff, and and um, he's very uh weathered. Sure, but that's not the word I'm looking for. He's very, like, aware of his surroundings. Okay. So I feel like he he might be a little bit of a light sleeper, or he if he if he heard or expected anything, he he would be ready for it. You don't think it's possible to sneak up on Herb? Is what you're getting at? No, I do think it's possible, but it was way too easy. Okay. I feel like uh, Brett even uh, said that it was too easy and he should have gone down in like a fight. Uh, right? Yeah, he did like, say that. It was it was too easy. He deserved better. He deserved to go down kind of guns blazing. Yeah, I feel like that was a little bit of a foreshadow. Mm-hmm. Not um, that he... That I think that's your best example of a foreshadow yet. <laughs> that, like I, he's... Yeah. There's like... Like maybe not specifically, uh, like like I feel like it was too easy, you know. Fair, it's fair. All right, does anyone else got anything? We got a lot of Gabby and a lot of Mono right now. Has anyone else got anything on the Herb side of things? I feel like Herb didn't die because Herb's been such a big person in the book. He's been in um like every chapter. And I feel like if he were to die or something like that, he would have a bigger like role in because as they mentioned, it was so easy and the it didn't have that big of a spotlight on her dying. I feel like there would have been more detail on yeah. how they shot him. And I feel like since her has been such he's been like guiding uh, the neighborhood and stuff, I feel like he would have had um, he would have been ready. So I don't feel like. He could die later on, maybe. I don't know, but don't I don't think this is how he went out. Yeah, I don't think he died um like in this book. I think it's convenient that one big huge leadership type character dies and then all of a sudden Adam's dad pops in. Like the hero's mentor dies and his actual blood mentor returns. Like I think that's I don't. I don't think you guys are looking at it that way, and I think that that's an important way to look at things. Sure, I think yeah, that strategy from the author. Yeah, that makes sense. But also, I feel Thank like since Herb, Herb has had such a big role in the book, um, he would have had more. I feel like personally, I feel like as a reader, he would have had more uh, like spotlight and stuff on his death and stuff because it was sure. really easy and simple. In a way, wouldn't wouldn't doing a big spotlight be more predictable? And as Gabby stated after meeting Eric Walters, like you feel like he's going to kind of do the unexpected. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm not not sold right now. What's Uh, that, Mom? I kind of had a little bit of a thought for the whole thing. Okay. Um, Like possibly her was awake. And the two men that went inside were convinced not to kill him. And then they made noise um, somewhere else to pretend that he was dead. And then something like that happened. Like, I don't don't know. I don't know if there was 
like for sure but like i just feel like that's something very like her like okay like he he's convinced them to let him live and then now we're throwing theories out there i like theories i like practical theory speak that's good okay is anyone jaspreet did you have any more thoughts on that i know we kind of took a sideways there no it's just that i don't feel like he uh herb died i feel i i'm really not convinced on that because it happened so quickly and i don't feel like since most chapters are really detailed even when um adam is like a pilot like on his airplane and stuff but that just happened so quickly i'm not really convinced that uh herb died so easily okay anyone else on the herb dead or alive side of things uh so me and miss king kind of had a theory but um, oh a theory Woo! all right so the other the other theory with like brett's family and stuff we kind of went away from that but um going back to her so to be fair not everyone knows what theory you were talking about so do you want me to summarize or do you want to summarize your theory from before uh, can you do it? I kind of didn't yeah, understand myself. So our last book talk, the theory um, in which I think it was Harleen, Miskeen, Amy, Jaspreet, we had a conversation. And Miskeen and Harleen had stated that they think their theory was, was that Brett was actually Adam's half-brother. Is that, that's correct, right? Harleen and Miskeen? Yeah, and Adam yeah. is Brett's. Dad. Yeah, so Adam's dad is Brett's real dad, and that Brett hates Adam because he's super jealous of the relationship that Adam has with his father, and that Brett never had that with his father, who is the same person. So that theory is one that you're abandoning, Harleen and Miskeen? Is that what I'm getting? I don't think it's true, but... <laughs> <laughs> I was okay with it, but yeah, we're moving away from that. Okay, so what's our new theory? Uh, we already like took up that um a bunch of people think Herb didn't die, and that's what me and Meskeen thought as well. But now we definitely know from you, Mr. Campbell, that he didn't he did die. But going aside from that, before me and Meskeen had thought that um he was wearing his armor before he slept, because that's a her very Herb thing that he'd be doing. Okay. So he just had that inclination, I'm going to go to bed with my body armor, just in case anyone tries to shoot me. That's very, well, if you look at Herb, Herb's background, then that's pretty much right. Fair. I mean, he does have a double-sided mirror in his basement and gun taped under his desk and all these crazy things. So I get it. So that's the theory. The theory is, is that Herb is not dead. He's alive. He went to bed with body armor and he is alive. Yes. Miskeen, any holes to fill there or that summarizes? Yeah, I also have another theory. Just um, so I think Adam's dad was the pilot flying the Cessna in the city. The <laughs> <laughs> but then, then he'd be dead. Because remember... Adam yeah. crashed it. But Adam no, there's more pilots. Like, you know how Adam was thinking when he was washing the dishes with his dad? Like, how did he walk? 
that much when in his shape and everything. So maybe he was walking, the people in the convoy found him and forced him. And then when he found out he was attacking that neighborhood, he, I don't know, maybe he found a way to run away or something. And then, I know it's not true, but. <laughs> hey, it means you're thinking about the book, so I'll take it. I I think that one's super far-fetched, but I I like where your head's at. Maybe he was an attack on the bridge and he survived it. Okay, <laughs> fair. Let's but talk also, about... Okay, also, go ahead, Arlene. We haven't seen the true side of Adam's dad, so that theory could still be right because we haven't seen any side of Adam's dad except for that like he's broken because he's been walking so much. He's malnourished and he's scared of plates crashing and okay. Yeah. Mono. Personally, I feel like after some like somebody going through that, they do lose a little bit of not decency, like humanity. Like they're a little bit not twisted. Hard. Hard. Yeah. Emotionally, physically, you're you don't come back from that, right? Yeah, you. He yep. might a, he might be like I think he's very much able to kill someone, maybe because like he has like uh, apparently he there's has, no way he made it across the entire country without having to kill someone. Yeah, like he like we we heard that uh, he has like uh, a wound on the side, which um, was from a knife. So like there might be something there, but I I feel like there's. He he's a little bit twisted in an emotional sense, not like not him like wanting to, but like he's able to do what he like what's needed. Okay. Like he, I feel like um, there should have been something there that's like like we'll learn in maybe future books, but um, that's like a little bit of like the bad side to Adam's father because we've only heard about like like how amazing he is or a great pilot, a great father, etc. Yeah. So we're going to get a darker side. Also, if if Adam, sorry, no, if Herb is dead, which I don't think he is, we never got like a backstory on him. On Herb or Adam or on Adam's dad? Herb. Okay. Well, it kind of did. I mean, I think it's a very vague picture, but there's at least a outline drawn, right? Yeah. Like, with that, I feel like there might be a new character introduced in one of the later books that have something to do with her. Because I feel like even, even if he possibly is dead, which I don't think he is. So, like, someone's from, Herb, from Herb's past coming back? Yeah, I don't think he's dead, but, like, if he is, I feel like a new character that has something to do with him will be introduced and we'll learn a little bit about Herb and that character and hmm. just like something. Okay. Maybe we'll learn the cause of the, the what, what was, was it called? The will to survive? No, no, no. Uh, the, the whole situation. We, we had a name for it. The like the power outage. Oh, like everything going dark. Yeah. What was the name for that? I don't know what did, we had a specific name for it. What did we call it? Yeah, we did. Oh, I don't know. I think we get what you're referring to anyway. Yeah. 
So I feel like a new character, something to do with her, will be introduced, possibly. I think with every new book, there's there's got to be a new introduction of a character kind of in, right? Like, Yeah, like... You throw new characters into a mix, into a conflict, and then that's going to change things up. I think that's straight literature strategy. Right. Like, I don't think there's, like, any way that her story is completely finished or any, like, mention of him. Like, even if he is dead, there is definitely going to be something to do with him. Awesome. So, in other words, you guys all think, and I don't know, is there anyone on the Herb is 100% dead camp or Herb is more likely dead than alive camp? Is anyone on that side of the fence? No one. Okay. Does anyone want to put in their two cents that we haven't heard from on this topic? No? Okay. So we will swish and flick for all of you out there uh, on to something else. So is there anything pressing that anyone wants to say? Like you've read this and you just want to get this off of your chest and you want to talk about this? No? Okay. So let's talk about the, just to, to bring it up, but Brett's out there and Brett has this huge plan in place and he's teamed up with what we used to call the compound is they are now called the division and the division plus Brett and his squad. What do we think about that? They're, they're out there. Like the last line of the book was uh, about safety, right? Was it's never going to be safe again. Is that, let me get the exact quote. Safe might never happen again. With Brett out there, you're Adam. Are, are you able to go to bed knowing that, you know, he's, he's the Voldemort coming back to strength and see how all these stories are so intertwined. Um, well, not only is the division, like, dangerous in itself, especially because, um, over time, they probably have a bunch of new followers now that they, uh, probably, like, by this time, they for sure know about their, uh, people dead and all of their stuff and fled. But now that they have Brett and his team, the difference with that is Brett knows the ins and outs of the neighborhood, the security system. Uh, where the weak points are, and yep. I feel like there, it's definitely gonna come back to bite them, like uh, the neighborhood. I mean, like yeah, like nothing attack coming soon, and maybe that's maybe even like in the middle of the book. I feel like that's what the third book is all about, like um, preparing for Brett's return uh, while struggling to survive. So to keep the analogy or metaphor going, Voldemort's going to return to Hogwarts and go and get Harry. Yeah. Like it, it seems like that might be the inevitable. Is that, is that what everyone thinks? Well, um, Herb, sorry, Herb, um, already mentioned this before, but, um, releasing Brett 
is the most dangerous thing that can happen because he blames all of the people inside the neighborhood, especially Herb and Adam, for his downfall. But uh, now that he, like, by the time he's come to attack, you'll know that Adam is still alive because Owen and Tim didn't come with the plane. But, uh, yeah. So to, to, to even further that analogy, and not to go back and kind of beat a dead horse here, but I just want to point out that Voldemort, the mentor, the, you know, the big character, the leader, he dies. And if, you know, Brett is the Voldemort and Adam is the Harry and Eden Mills is Hogwarts, then you got to think Herb is Dumbledore. No? I guess so. So I've if we never watched Harry Potter, so. Or read. You you need to leave this meet immediately. I think is what needs to happen. How do I how do I kick someone out of this meet? Is that is I, that? I think you have to like put your mouse on my profile. <laughs> I'm, so just I can get a I'm just joking. I think get out of here, though, Mister <laughs> You need you need to make that your next thing that you do. And please don't just watch the movies. Go read the books. You have an amazing opportunity in front of you. Mm, like you started this off. You Sorry, we need to push pause on everything. Because if there is anyone in here that has not read Harry Potter, you have like the greatest opportunity in front of you for a life-changing summer. I tried reading the books, but I didn't like them. Oh, oh my God. God, they're so good. Okay, so Gabby, we started off by sitting, you started off by this conversation saying, I'm mad and I really want to read this, the third one. Like, that's kind of what your emotions were. Y you, I want to confirm that Brett's gonna die, but you like that everything that you're going through emotionally right now, like, that's what you get times seven. So, well, times eight, technically, well, times seven because after the eight one here no like oh like, i'll think about it if i go back in time and have that opportunity again like i would love that that would just be amazing anyways so where's our hp fans out there like i threw out a heck of an analogy there and what do we what do we think brett like brett's out there I, I kind of have an well I, I have a connection. Okay. Harry makes a sacrifice. So I don't want to spoil it, but like I kind of have to. Spoil um, what? Harry Potter as well. Oh, a fair fair thought process. Yes, I think we've done enough spoiling of Harry Potter that it's not a surprise if we spoil things. So. Yeah. So basically, and if you haven't figured it out by now, you've been living under a rock, and you should probably take the rock off. Okay, so basically, um, Harry dies. He he dies, and then like he comes back, and I don't know if Adam's gonna do the same. I don't think he's gonna do the same, but in this case, he might have like a scene where like I don't know, he might fall down, and then he might see Herb coming or something, or I don't know, he might have like a dream or something, because usually people when they like fall down, they start having dreams, and then they get back up because of that dream. 
I think Adam might have that, and then they eventually will defeat Brett because that's what goes down in like most of most of the um, most of these type of books and movies. But I think there's definitely going to be some sacrifice and more people that die because it is the will to survive after all. Yeah. So the will to survive is going to be Adam needs to sacrifice something and be reborn, I guess, with being okay with that sacrifice. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyone else? I want the ending of the book to be where Adam's dad kills Brett and goes like, goodbye, son. (laughs) (laughs) And then that's how it ends. Just so you can sit there and be like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's fair, Miskeen. It's fair. That would be very um, satisfying for you for sure. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else? Aditya, I haven't, we haven't really heard from you. I'm, I'm interested in your take on things here. On, on what? On anything, anything and everything. We just finished this, a huge book and the second one in a series and Pretty big cliffhanger at the end, I think. And what what do you what do you got? Mm. I mean, all of what I've wanted to say has already been said. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to the third book and what's gonna happen there. Okay, what do you think's gonna happen? Mm. So definitely Brett and the division are gonna be a problem. So like and I guess there are going to be a lot more people who die, but like Harleen said, there's going to be kind of a sacrifice to defeat Brett or I guess the people. So you think the end of the third book ends with Brett's demise? You think that's yeah, the so, big thing? Yeah, so I guess that's he's kind of the Voldemort instead of kind of an, another person coming up. So it's like, it's yeah, kind of like... He is uh, the Voldemort for sure. It's kind of like Voldemort being introduced on Professor Quirrell. Wow, you're going back to book one. Okay. How do you, how so? How do you mean that? Like he's been introducing, he's like, people have confirmed that Voldemort's still alive and he's now coming to get Harry. Mm-hmm. So like, I kind of connected it to that. Okay. So you understand the connection that I, or the analogy that I had made, obviously. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's turn this, let's, let's turn this around. Cause I want to hear, there's a lot of people that I haven't heard from quite yet, but let's get a poll, a simple yes or no of, did you like book one and or book two? Cause some of you only read book two enough to want to read book three? Like, is there a desire to read book three from you right now as we sit here today? Yes or no? Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Let me go through, let me go through the names here just so I can, we we got this. So Aditya? Yeah. Or Monal? Yeah. (laughs) So Aditya and Monal are both yes. Miskeen? Yes. All right. Paribaga? 
Yeah. Jaspri? Yes. I thought maybe we would have got a no out of you there, Jaspri. Okay. I, look at I've turned you into a reader. That's amazing. Wait, not really. I just want to see what happens with Brett. Like, <laughs> All right. that's the only reason. All right. Uh, so we don't want to identify as a reader quite yet, but we did definitely want to see what happens with Brett. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Okay, cool. Reader. Uh, Arlene? Yeah, I also want there to be a movie. I really would like, I think it would be a good movie. I agree. We'll go there in a second. Samara? Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. What are we like, 50 50 or 60 40, 70 30? What, where, where are we at? 60 40. Okay. All right. We'll take it. Gabby? I think Gabby already stated, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Amy? Yes. <laughs> a very enthusiastic yes at that, right, Amy? Mm hmm. <laughs> Taryn Deep? Salma? Sam? No. All right. And Austin? Okay, Sam, so why no? I don't know. I just don't want to. I don't feel like it. It's not really. Eh, it's kind of meh, you know. Does it not does the storyline intrigue you at all? You don't have I mean, a desire sort of, to like but like it's it's a lot of the stuff that happens is pretty predictable. Okay. So if it's very predictable, walk us through your prediction for what you think is going to happen next. So this is where we're at. You've read book one and book two with us. What happens next? Like how well, does I don't really know exactly what happens next, but um, I have a feeling that Herb isn't dead, but will die. Like, okay. not in, like in books in the future. Because, I don't know, it, it, they need a sad thing to happen, and it just seems like that's what's going to be. Okay. Do you think he dies in like a big ordeal, like some people are saying, or what's the prediction there? Well, it wouldn't make a lot of sense if he didn't die in a big ordeal. Because okay. there'd be no story yet. So walk walk me through. How do you how do you think it goes down? What do you think? How do you how how does Herb die? Let's let's go there. Well, I don't know. This is all prediction. Yeah, it's predictable. So tell us what's your prediction. Okay. Well, um, the the main bad guy is Brett. Yes. So either he will die, Brett will kill him, or um, he'll die after Brett does. I don't know. But it'll have something to do with Brett because he's the bad guy. Okay. And you, what happens with Brett in book three? Well, he has to die too because he's the bad guy. Or he's just going to go to prison. Yeah, but he was the bad guy in book two and he didn't die. Well, that's because it's kind of just they're going to keep going through the whole book series, I guess. Okay. At you, the end. You think book three, well, he did tell us that there is going to be a fifth book, but okay. All right, Sam. Mono? Sorry, um, building up on what Sam said, I don't think Herb will die from Brett. 
like I I'm sure, I feel like there would be a different uh, cause, or they both die at the same time. Yeah, I was gonna say because Herb might be too smart to die for Brett because he's super like he thinks everything through, so he might not. He might be too smart for that. I feel he like Brett is like kind of naive, headstrong, and doesn't really think much about his action, but he definitely thinks about it because like we've seen it before, like um. He he kind of just goes for um, whatever. Like there was a chapter in earlier in the book where uh, they were at the compound looking yeah. at things, and he was there was like a building that there was like noise from, and they thought there were like people in there, and he kind of just like went up to the building. Like he wasn't um, he didn't really have like taken anything into consideration, right? But like with that, like we were reading now, he he thought about what he was doing. Like, he thought it through. Like, he, he left a guard so that people um, can't betray him. He yeah. he chose the people that he needed, and he, he knows how to kill people off. And he left people who who had, like, to do the dangerous work so that, like... Yeah, he's not just a, like, adrenaline junkie, thrill-seeker crazy guy. He's calculated and calculated. dangerous, right? Right, but I still think that he's still uh, like naive. Yeah, and he he's way too harsh in the sense that like, even if it comes down to killing someone like Herb, he he's gonna have trouble with it because he's kind of really like I don't think he's up at Herb's level. I feel like he's up there for sure, but he's like one of those characters that are too full of himself, you know. It's fair. Like, he's way too confident, even if, um, like, he's already believed that Herb's dead, right? And possibly yeah. is, but if he isn't, I feel like either they'll come off to a battle with people, right? Like, yeah, like, no, I get it. Like, even if, like, let's say, I could see that, like, Brett shoots Herb, but, like, Herb... Like he's maneuvered away where Brett also gets shot in the end. Like, like, like somebody shoots him, right? Like Brett dies in the end either way. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, it's, it's interesting. I, you guys said that you want to read it, so I think that the logical next step is to to read it for sure. Um. Okay. I think that this is more than enough conversation as we're getting kind of to the hour spot here. So I will open it up to kind of final thoughts. Anything else that was kind of left unsaid that you want to bring up? Um, and maybe we could just go with a quick review for anyone who might be listening to this. What, you know, are we talking a four out of five, four and a half out of five, three out of five, one out of five? What, what kind of, what kind of rating are you giving this, this book? And, uh, and we'll end it off on there. Whoever wants to pipe up and say what they got to say. I give it a um, six or a seven out of 10 because I was first going to give it like a five out of 10 because I'm not like the biggest reader, but I really like it and it me to the book. So I'm looking forward to reading the third book. Okay. So a seven out of 10 for me, seven like a six or seven. Out of 10. Six or seven out of 10. Six and a half. 
Yeah, yeah, six and a half. Okay. All right, what else we got? 8.5. All right. Uh, a six. Wow, Mono, that surprises me. Okay, six out of six out of ten. Harleen? Four point three out of five. Four point three out of five. Okay. Just don't ask. It's it's like that. I'm not gonna ask. Anyone else? Um, honestly, I'd give it at least a nine. But more towards ten, actually. Because are you upset I, that you missed book one, Gabby? Um, honestly, I think it's okay because they like he did a Eric Walters did a great job of like summarizing a lot of the parts that I was unsure of. So it feels like I I did watch I'm I read book one, but even though I, it, some parts like uh I didn't get into detail of it, I still got the. The gist. Yeah. Well, and we were there to help you along as well, right? So. Yeah. Cool. Anyone else? All right. Let's close it off there. Good book. I'm glad you guys liked it. And uh, thank you for participating. Book talk. Fight for power. Over.